You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm being attacked on all fronts, Sarah. You just can't get away. No. Whether it's at home or here with the floor wars. with In me, the uh, office or at home. Yeah. All over the place, I have people trying to mess with my stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what's pretty much going on. The yeah. world is just out to get it, Greg They Nibler. really are. Mm-hmm. And they don't know who they're messing with. Okay. Uh, they don't know who they're messing with. I mean, between... Floor Wars, which, which you know, there's the lady upstairs who keeps banging stuff around, the new lady. And floor then at home wars. now, now at home, I've got my Border Wars with the meth head neighbors. You have Floor Wars and Border Wars. Floor Wars, i got wars on Pretty all fronts. Pretty you're going to have, like, Basement Wars. Oh, well, actually, I kind of have one of those going, too. Oh, my God. I've got, I didn't even think about that. You have, the trifecta? you have the trifecta? I have the trifecta. I'll okay. explain it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcasts, wherever podcasts can be found. <laughs> wow, that sounded like really back-to-school special. Yeah. Wherever podcasts may be found. Be safe. A lot key kid. You are all lock key kids. Uh, I don't know what that means. So, um, yeah, we've. I, I want to explain all of this stuff. Before I do that, I do want to remind everybody, too, of uh, if this is if you're just listening to this show, maybe your first time, yesterday we had Jay Farrow in, and I highly suggest listening to that show. It was a really good It was one. fantastic. It turned into its own episode because well, yeah, it was so we, so long. We had two shows yesterday. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were two episodes yesterday. One, the Jay Farrow show, all of its own, from Saturday Night Live. Check that one out. It was a, it was, it was a very good episode. He was awesome. Um, so, all right. Let's get back to what, what I'm talking about here. Yeah, I want to know. I'm a little worked up. I'm a little worked up. I feel uneasy. Your hair's a little curly. Yep. Well, I feel you like... You look a little frazzled. I'm in battles wherever I go. You are. So, You're an embattled nibbler. I am. I am. I'm being attacked. And, uh, you know, the floor wars, we talked about that yesterday. We'll, we'll re-update that next week, although we will say... So that is the lady who moved in upstairs of our studio. We have a very nice studio in mm-hmm. southeast Portland. It is a building... That we've taken much time to make nice. Right, and we've never had a problem in the two years we're here. Now we've got a lady who moved in upstairs. Well, except for minus angry. the shoes well, in the she, hallway, but yeah, that was like that was, a year and a half ago. That was ago. an annoyance. Yeah, it that was... A, yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't an offense. Right, that was an annoyance. Right. Yeah, yes, this is a direct offense. So we're going to be dealing with with the with the lady upstairs who we have identified. We know her name. We know a lot about her now. She doesn't know who she's messing with. But we'll we'll deal with that later. I got to talk about the other wars I'm battling. Okay. So and this is why I'm a little little. On Wait, can we do? Can we say I did actually get up get up the nerve and we went upstairs and we have identified the the culprit. That's what I. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got distracted by something in the chat. Okay. So. Um, one of the things, though, at at uh, my house. So, of course, I share a fence. I own a house in southeast Portland, just to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I share a fence with these meth head neighbors. They've been there the entire time I've owned this house. I've never been able to get rid of them. And I've always identified, you know, they're, they're kind of, it's kind of like a, what well, we call it a group of them is a scab of meth heads. Mm-hmm. So it's a scab of meth heads that live next door that the police will do nothing about. I thought it was like they, a den. No, I think we call it a scab. I don't like scab. That's they just live gross. in a den, but it's a well. Well, I mean, what what other is what's the? I group mean, I think term? that it needs to be. That's not a grouping. Like that's the, that's just a thing. I think a den would be because a den is a grouping of meth heads because they are. Though it's like a nest, like a nest of meth heads. Wasn't that what we settled on? I thought we settled on scab. No, they I don't have know. a nest. I, well, they have a nest, but it's a, the group is the nest is where the meth heads live. 
a scab is when they're all together. Mm-hmm. And then the scab has like rotating characters, you know, that come in and out of it. And I've identified them. There's the two main brothers that have always lived there. There's uh, the uh, uh, Magilla, who that guy is mm-hmm. the guy with the big neck tattoo. Now he's terrifying. He's he, he is terrifying. He looks like somebody that would be in like a Mad Max movie or a post-apocalyptic thing where he'd be the guy who doesn't really speak, but he's the enforcer for like the evil guy. For like maybe like Dennis Hopper in Waterworld or something like that. All right, He's like smash. Grrr. He looks like that guy. He looks. Like he, could, he could be cast in a movie for that. Um, and then the older brother, who's just kind of an idiot. And then there's the revolving cast of characters that come in and out of there. Sure. But there's a thing. There's a new one. A new. Dun, dun, dun. A new type of meth head that I have never encountered before. He's what do you a, mean new type? Like a new kind or a, a, new, new, a new meth head? Usually I can pigeonhole them into one like category as in the hierarchy of meth heads because there's, you know, I've said before, there's the cleaner. He's the guy who's way low on the totem pole sure. and cleans up after they make messes. Mm-hmm. He cleans up the messes. Cleans up the messes. That kind of sounds like a really bad job. Right. I don't want to clean up well, meth head he's, messes. He's low. He's so dim-witted in a meth head Situation. That's where he gets. That's wow, where he that's gets like the down. lowest rung of it's the, the, lowest of the rung. meth pole. It's barely having some ability to form conscious thoughts. It's it's mostly just motor skills. Like you know, go clean, okay, clean, clean, clean. And so that's that's kind of what he does. Sure. You know, he, that's how far down he is. All right. That's a bad position to be. That in sure life. is. I mean, be that at the seems bottom pretty of bad. The rung of the meth heads. The other ones feel they have they're more uh, intelligent. Like they're higher up on the chain. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I wonder how meth hierarchy is established. Maybe uh, whoever has the most meth or who sells the most meth. Yep. Yeah, well, there's who a combination. Who can make the most meth? There's a combination. Well, there's that. The guy who actually makes the meth, he's at the top of the chain because he holds all the keys. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the enforcer types. And then there's uh, the That's the kind that, that laid on the mattress on the, in the shack in the back overlooking his meth kingdom, right? Yes, that's it. That's the enforcer. That's the enforcer. Okay. And then you have, I guess, the brains of the operation for the local one, which is the <laughs> Using other. Using it loosely. The other brother because he owns a truck. Mm-hmm. And, and so he has the vehicle. I don't think any of, any of the other ones do. And then, you know, then there was like Lumpy, who was the guy with the big growth on his cheek. I think he's back in jail. And, uh, and then there's, there's, different, there's different characters that just kind of hang out. Now, this, though, yesterday, I encountered a new kind, and I don't quite know how to identify him. So this is something I'm bringing up to everybody, because, of course, I am writing my book, The Northwest Field Guide to Meth Heads. And this is, it's kind of an exciting time, mm-hmm. in a way. It's really if exciting. If it wasn't next door to me. You know, it's like discovering a new species. And so this meth head, I saw him yesterday. Now, we, uh, we play in a cornhole league, mm-hmm. and we were down there playing cornhole, and we'll be able to tell you where that is pretty soon. And... Uh, <laughs> And then, um, so so I was walking back home from this, and out in front of the of their house because they usually hang out there at night, especially during the summer. It's their active time. Mm-hmm. They've got their chairs lined up. The in heat front comes of them. out. The meth comes out. Right, and mm-hmm. they've got their broken out windows that are put up. They have cardboard up over the windows, and then their you know no visitors sign. So they line up. No their, visitors. No smoking. No right, trespassing. Right, all yeah, of the signs. Yeah, which is all three of those things. That's what they're doing, and they line up their chairs up there. Now, yesterday, this was the new one. So I saw, I was walking around the corner. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. I don't even know what the new kind of no. method would be. And I, I always kind of glance over there and I noticed there was a lot more activity. There was a lot more walking around out in front. And I could hear some yelling before I got down there. So it's like, okay, great. Something's going on. The, the new one is this. So he is a large, beastly man. Ooh. Usually not the type of method you would think, but he's he's somehow managed to become very. What's the right word to say? Well, he's obese. He's very very large. Okay, man. and he kind of reminds me of like like a barrel clown 
from like the the circus or from a rodeo or something. You well, know the that? ones that like wear the barrels with the, like the suspenders. Not that, yeah, kind of like that, but or the ones that have like the giant like waist thing that they put on, so they so they look all disproportionately huge. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know if that'd be a barrel clown, um, and this is he looks like that. You know, the kind of guy that wears overalls and suspenders. Like that kind of outfit. But like his pants are underneath the gut, but the suspenders are kind of around the gut and they're holding the pants Kind up. of, yeah. Kind of like Almost that. Almost like pregnant man kind of thing? Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little bit like that. That that That's kind of what he looks like. And then he had a, like a trucker hat on. And this guy was pacing back and forth, pacing back and forth out there. And the other ones were clearly sitting down. Either they were nervous about him or he was a loose cannon, I don't know. And he was pacing back and forth. And he's sitting there yelling like, oh, man, oh, Oh man, like freaking out a little bit, and That's he creepy. saw me walking down the street, and uh, I was just walking home. I wasn't like smoking a cigarette or anything. But he sees me from across the street. Normally, they don't see past that far. They don't look over there. Not at night. They Their vision the has been stunted. By well, the meth. they ignore those people. They're kind of like out, out of the zone. It's kind of like a dog in their yard, but it's, but it's across the street, so he doesn't really pay attention. This guy could see me, and I'm walking down the street, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey, man!" Hey man, give me a cigarette. To you? Yeah, yelling at me. And now I didn't acknowledge him. I didn't. I wasn't really looking at him at all. It's like, hey man, hey man, hey man, give me a cigarette. Give me a cigarette. Oh my god, hey he was trying hey to man, contact you. Give me a cigarette. Yeah, and yelling this as I'm walking down. No, of course. <laughs> Somebody just gave a good. How George R. R. Martin looks. Take off the beard, replace it with a trucker hat and some uh, overalls. That's how he looks. Okay. That is spot on. Thank you, Jesmond, in the live chat. That's <laughs> that's that's the type of shape I'm looking for. Um, and, and so he's sitting there yelling at me, and I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. Like, do I have to walk around the block so he doesn't see me go to my house? Because they can see when I go in there. It's like, no, I'm just going to do it. I'm, I'm just going to ignore them, keep walking straight ahead. And usually, if they know that I'm the next-door neighbor, because they're, they're kind of scared of me, mm-hmm. they'll they'll... Do so you want them to up. actually see where you're going to? Yeah, they'll ease up on the harassment. And as I'm walking towards my door, it didn't stop him. He kept on walking down the sidewalk towards me as though I either couldn't hear him, which would be impossible. I mean, if I, if I were deaf, that would be the only way. <laughs> or if you were listening to headphones or something, maybe? Yeah, I didn't have any headphones on. Mm. And he just starts walking down the street. Hey, man. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> cigarette. I need a cigarette, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. And just yelling this. I'm like, oh my God, I, I got to get away from this guy. And I start walking up my stairs. He goes out of my vision, still yelling, still yelling. I get all the way into my house and I can still hear him out in the street. Hey man, hey man, I need a cigarette. Oh my God. Hey man, I need a cigarette. That's like violating like, some unspoken it, rule. It is. It violated the bounds. When I'm in the house, they're not supposed to be able to touch me. They're not supposed to yell at me. Mm-mm. That's how the rules nope, have been established. Nope, you pass the invisible border or the actual property line border and they stop talking to you. That's the thing though. He's a new one, so he doesn't understand the DMZ zone that the meth heads and I have kind of just created. Okay. So he's violating it. He's violating the rules. And he's coming up and he's yelling at me, yelling out inside of my house. So then, of course, it probably looks like it's from my house. And so so I don't know what to do about the situation. I don't know where to place him. I've never encountered a meth head of this of this breed before. So I don't know where to place him in the in the scab of meth heads. That's so weird. Yeah. Because he obviously doesn't know the rules. He and he's already the breaking them. He doesn't know the rules. Yeah, the rules are the rules are clear. Don't mess with me and my property. They've they've learned their lesson on that. That's a little unnerving, I must it, say. It's unnerving. He's crossing the boundary. And so I'm not quite sure 
how to place him. It's it's kind of a scientific mystery. You know, if I do look at this scientifically, which I do for my Northwest You do, of course. Field. You look at everything through scientific eyes. Right, when I'm building my Northwest Field Guide to Meth Heads. And you really, you need to stop talking about it and just actually write that at some point. I've, I've been working on something. <gasps> Never mind. I don't want to talk about it. Oh. I want to jinx anything. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, you better hurry before someone uh, with more meth knowledge. Nobody has more meth nobody. knowledge than you. Come on. I've spent I've spent nine years studying them. Nobody has that much field research as I do. I've got a window right into it. It's like if I were at a zoo, you know, in the house. Sometimes they have like the the cat den, and you, they have the window there, so you can look at it inside. Mm-hmm. That's how I. Have, that's the kind of view I have. Nobody has that kind of access. I mean, come on. All right. I'm saying I've I've got the field. Got to get on. I mean, you've had almost a decade of training. Now's the time. Strike while the iron's hot. All right. So Strike while the meth is else. cooking or whatever. I'll work it is. on it. I'll work on All it. All right. Uh, but but that's the thing though. This is one that I don't understand. I don't know where to, what to do with this one, and I don't know how to handle it because mm. he's coming across the border. I've got to teach him, obviously, and because the other ones aren't teaching him. Which usually they're the ones that keep the other ones kind of in check. Yeah. Or they're all just scared of the enforcer, so they don't do anything. Uh, Corn dog is re- suggesting that maybe you have to show that you're the dominant, yeah. the dominant male. Yeah, I do. I do need to show that I'm I'm the dominant one. And the problem is I don't know how to do it. He's very large. I mean, he's a, he's a big dude. I know how you do it. Hmm. You hit him. Well, see, that's the thing. That starts a whole different thing. The physical confrontation. Sure. Also, I don't want to touch him. I may be able to. I could probably knock him over. It doesn't look like he's in too good shape. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't want to touch him. Okay. No. Ew. Why don't you just say really loudly, no. That might be, that, that actually might like be a, an approach. Yeah, talk to him like an animal. No. You stay over there. You stay on your side. No. No, don't, don't even complicate it. Don't muss it up with too many bad. fancy words. Bad. Yeah, just say like no and bad. No. No. Like if he's like, do you have a cigarette? Hey, man. Hey, man. Just be like. Hey, man. Hey, man. No, just say no. And stand there, stand and my ground. And then just say no. And then if he asks you again, just answer every question. He's like, which problem? Just be like, No. Yeah, and just yep, do that. And just do that. It might confound him enough to where that might actually work because I think people probably do try to talk too much sense. And something simple and basic commands, mm-hmm. you know, that that is kind of the best way to communicate with them. Yeah, yeah. No. Because if I use like fuck off or something like that, then that'd just get him agitated. No, you don't want to just like use the basic, just use two like, letters, one syllable, just N O. No. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll give that a shot. That conveys. That's that's the same. That pretty much works in any language. Well, yeah. I mean, keep in mind though, we're dealing with a lesser species. I know. So you I'm know. saying it's very simple. Like dogs understand when you say no. Yeah. So he probably would. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, Loki is suggesting uh, no. Ask him for a cigarette first. I could just repeat everything he says back to me. No, just when you see him out lo- outside like, and you see him uh, notice you, just be like, "Hey, man, you got a cigarette?" Yeah. Here, try it. Try it. Say, try doing what he does. Go, hey man, hey man, hey, hey man, 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 hey man. You got a cigarette? You got a cigarette? Don't do that. That's just antagonizing <laughs> him. I'm, I'm thinking maybe that's an idea. Okay, Tony has another suggestion. Reply in Spanish or Russian, something along those lines. Yeah, it'd be like, ¿Cómo? ¿Qué? Lo siento, no hablo inglés. Yeah, no, maybe that would work. Perhaps not the terrible accent I just did. But, uh, yeah, these are possibilities. I think I might go with your no suggestion, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that. I think it's good. The next time it happens. Just, just keep it simple. Just a firm no. Mm-hmm. Should I have a newspaper in my hand, like, threatening to swat him if I need to? Would that add anything nope. to it? Like, no. You're, you're overthinking this. You're glamorizing this. All method meth people think about is one thing. Well, maybe he thinks about two things. Cigarettes. He, he thinks about cigarettes and meth. 
and I think a lot of food and and probably some food. food and probably some food yeah 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 I mean okay all right all right I will try to do that I'll try to do that I mean, it's it's weird though watching them especially in the summertime when they're all sitting out there now outside because there's there's construction going on mm-hmm. in my neighborhood like you know because it's so that's like two different sides because there's construction going on like on one side of the street right then the meth heads are like the other side of the street right and but it, but watching them watch a construction site it's like it's like dogs salivating yeah it's like <laughs> it's like you're holding a taco just out of reach of a dog and he can never quite reach it but it's right there and if someone wasn't looking he'd go grab it but he knows he get it in trouble. Because they're there all day with all of this fancy construction, oh, footage, yeah. which methods love to steal. That's one of their favorite things. Oh, sure. And there's like wire and all kind of whatever mm-hmm. they're doing to the street. And just watching them there, yeah, basically drooling, staring at it just seductively. All that construction equipment. Oh, oh look, look at, at all, all of it. Look at that metal. I remember last time a few years ago when you, when there were the construction workers, you actually told, because the construction workers were like leaving their tools out. Didn't you have to go tell no, one no. of them? No, that was something else. That oh, okay. Was, that was a different situation. That was when they were filming. Oh, I, gotcha. I them about that. Yes, that's it. And, and you're just like, you probably guards. shouldn't be leaving yeah. that out yeah, there. Yeah, like, you guys better hire security guards. And they did. Mm-hmm. Um, no, with, with this, though, it's it's hilarious watching them. They oh, line wow. up their chairs, all of them. Just sit their lawn chairs and just watch the metal. They watch all the metal. And then at night, they take it all away, which is probably just the most depressing thing ever. They're probably sitting there watching, like, maybe he dropped something. Maybe. Maybe you dropped a wrench somewhere. shiny thing over there? Like, as soon as they all go and they have the stuff that is there locked up, the heavy equipment, I bet they just go through and, like, pick through and try to find stuff. Mm-hmm. See go if through they the drop. rubble. Yeah, go through the rubble and yeah. see if they dropped anything. Pick it clean. Pick it clean. <laughs> nope. They're like buzzards watching this. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So you said that. So it's coming from both sides. And you also said also, and we know up top. So like just update floor war. She's there's nothing that's happening here at the today. Studio. So that's here at the studio. Uh, it seems pretty quiet today. I don't know if uh, she took a day off from being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you did. Maybe we might have done that. some sleuthing and I might have found out who she was. And that girl looks like she never takes any time off from that. Right. Yeah. That's probably true. All right. So, but no, that's what we were talking about board, above and the sides. What about below? This is in my own house. This is what's going on. So, you know, I have a house. It's got a basement, all that stuff. It's a nice house, but it is a basement, and it's an old house, and there are ways for sometimes critters to get in. Uh-oh. And this actually happened right critters. before. Critters. Critters. Is that like a nice way of saying, like, rodents? It's a, it's a rodent of some kind. Oh. It's, it's, is it I a rodent know. of unusual size? I don't know. I do not oh know. Oh, my gosh. Here's the thing, though. This is what happened right before I went for my trip to Alaska last week. I was getting ready to pack on Tuesday night, and I have my very nice backpack. That's a very nice travel backpack for backpacking in for camping, for traveling to Europe. It's been to Europe. Oh, is that the thing we always are calling your pack? It's my pack. It's been with me. It's been on all my long trips. I take it everywhere, and it's my favorite pack. And I love this thing. I've had it for like ten years, and I went down there. And I, I pull it out, and I'm like, okay, time to get everything together. And lo and behold, what do I find? A fucking hole chewed <sighs> in one of the pockets of my pack. That something, I don't know what I would have had in there, because uh, I don't really keep food in it. So I, I don't know. And if it got anything, the wrapper was gone. Maybe there was like a bag of peanuts or something. It's possible, but I really doubt it. It chewed a fucking hole in my backpack. Luckily, it was in a spot where I could kind of, kind of jerry rig it so I could, so I could still until use you can it. patch it. Yeah, until I can patch it. But <laughs> it chewed a hole in it, and that, my friend, is war. 
That is war. So what are you doing about I'm this? I'm going to make it dead. Okay, and you haven't made it dead yet. So this was before I, Alaska, so it's been having its run of the house. Yeah, and I'm just going to say this right now before we get any emails. I'm not one of those uh, capture and release kind of people when it comes to these things. I don't want it alive. I'm not going to like safely get one of those mouse cubes and then you release it back into a field and it can live forever. Fuck that. It's dying. <laughs> it's dying. And I will kill I remember it. I have seen that if Greg's doing down this road, I have seen Greg beat a rat to death with a shovel. <laughs> I, I did have to do that. <laughs> I have physically, with my eyeballs, with my eyes, I watched Greg beat a rat to death with a shovel. <laughs> That's why I, I thought about this. I know I said something else yesterday, but now I now I feel like I'm becoming, instead, instead of Frank Costanza, I feel like I'm getting more like Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Because <laughs> I... I hate the rats so much. Do you I have hate your rat them. bashing stick? I do. <laughs> <laughs> and that time, the time you were talking about, that was when, um, that was when uh, Butters, my dog, when she when was still she around, cornered it, yeah, she got it. She she took care of half the job. Yeah, she wounded it. I remember it was oh, trying yeah. to hide under the barbecue or something. Right, and then and then she just kind of passed the torch to me while I, while I beat it with a shovel. You took the torch from her. You're like, all right, it's my turn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she probably could have finished it, but I think she knew. Though she was like, oh, okay, all right, you go ahead. Just kind of stood there and watched wagging her tail while I took care of this thing. Seriously, she was, it was like the most rejoicing I've ever seen over someone beating a rat to death. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I'm at war down there, and that word says started. I've got th- stuff let up. The thing is, whatever it is, it's kind of a smart motherfucker, and this is what's bothering Uh-oh, me. It's why? Learning. I feel like it's learning. So I set up a rat trap down there, and you know, with the peanut butter bait, the delicious sweet peanut butter they love so much. Mmm, what a treat. And I sat it down there, and the thing is, the thing somehow sprung the trap, ate all the peanut butter, got away scot-free. Got away scot-free. There wasn't even a hair. It ate hair. all the peanut butter. Yep. There wasn't even a hair on the trap. It didn't even partially get it. The fucker's smart. I don't know whether he's throwing things at it. I don't know at this point. I don't know what I'm dealing with. But it got away from it. And so I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to figure out what to do. So I, You are kind of Charlie. You kind of look like Charlie. You have the same build as Charlie. You have rat problems like Charlie. Do you like huff spray paint? I don't huff spray paint. No, I do not do that. Do you like milk stick? <laughs> Everybody loves a milk steak. Want to want to have a good rum ham? No, I like cheese. Uh, I would probably eat a rum ham. Yeah. You know, just as a side note, really quick, I've been seeing people lately talking about how they think uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia is like just the stupidest show. I think that show is so funny. Who said that? I saw it on the internet. People were like, "Oh, whoever thinks it's always sunny is, you know, is stupid." I'm too sophisticated for that. Oh yeah, I'm not. So, yeah, it's gross and it's juvenile and it's hilarious. No, they're just all awful people. They're horrible people. There's not they're a absolute, lovable one in the bunch. No, they're all. It's just a show about really bad horrible people, people just, and then bad things happen to them because they're really horrible people. And they do bad things to good people, and then bad yeah. things happen back to them. Exactly. That's, yes. That's why it's a beautiful show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do kind of feel like that. Um, so that that's this is this that's my other war. That's what I'm going on right now. I've decided to I I sweetened the pot, if you will. Today I put some peanut butter on the trap and oh my god, Greg! Here's what I did. I what know, did you do? This is I know this is uh, just amazing content. Um, I tell I us how you sweetened to, up your rat traps, here's Greg. How, here's what I did. I got myself a bag of chips. You like chips, Greg? Mice don't like chips. They like chips too. How do you know? Did I'm you look sure up like what do. rats' favorite foods I'm are? I'm sure who doesn't like chips. I don't really like chips very Let much. Let alone chips. It was like a cheesy, not a Cheeto, but it was like a Cheeto-like chip. And so what I did is I sprinkled some and I let a little trail to it. 
So I made a trail to one of the traps, and then I just kind of sprinkled them all over the trap, and then some of them stuck in the peanut butter. It's just like a delicious buffet of rat treats. All right. Let me... Right there. I'm I'm, I'm going to challenge this statement. This is a challenging statement. If rats are attracted to peanut butter, and peanut butter is sweet, don't you think you should probably sprinkle something like cookies or something? They like everything. Then why is it always specifically peanut butter? Why isn't it like a glob of mayonnaise or butter? Because it sticks on it really well. No, well, I butter's think butter's gonna melt. Butter, no, butter does not work. Why would it be jelly? I guess you put jelly, but that kind of melts too. Peanut butter sticks together and it it stays in one spot. It's the it's the perfect bait, except for this thing's so damn smart. So that's my new thing. I let a trail. trail Why don't of you chips. buy a backpack at Goodwill, fill it full of delicious foods and poison, and then leave it in the spot where your other backpack was? I'll tell you why I don't use poison. Uh, the only reason I don't do that is because then it'll crawl somewhere into my house and it'll die and then it'll smell for like a week. I used to try that route. Yeah. Plus, we have the animals in the house now. So yeah. there's, they're nowhere near the traps. They're upstairs and obviously useless at catching anything. Um, but so it's, it's separated. Sure. That's why I don't have any upstairs. All right. That makes sense. I could see, yeah, why poison would be bad. Right. And worst case, if something came along and like the dog or something got a hold of it, I wouldn't want that. So that's why. But I'll get it. Oh, I'll get it all right. Wow, so you are, there's no place where you can I have no get away. S- no, I have no safe place anymore. I don't have a, like, look, I, I'm also involved in floor wars. There's somebody going through my laundry in my apartment building. Like, we're just not safe. No, everybody's out no. to get us. That's pretty much what it's it is. It's true. That's pretty much what it is. Everyone is out to get us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, those are my wars. And I'm just letting everybody know right now. I'm on full alert. Defcon, Defcon, Greg, right now. I'm just so happy that you're to be talking to you about something because Greg and I have had meetings all morning and like we've been sitting here for a couple hours like working on stuff. And every two seconds, Greg keeps saying the following sentence. It is so <laughs> annoying. I'm glad that I just got through like 30 minutes of you not fucking saying it. <sighs> What's he building in there? For the past two weeks. Every time we come into the studio, Greg starts playing... Is it Tom Waits? Is that who it it's is? Tom Waits. Tom Waits. This fucking creepy song. It really, like, it kind of exacerbates my anxiety. I don't like it. I don't like this song. He I'm plays sorry, this Tom Waits I've, song called, What Is He Building In There? What's he building in there? And Greg just sits over there and goes... back the curtain, because it, that's not something I expected to talk. It's just stuck in my head. Here. What's he building in there? God, I hate this! What the hell is he building in there? He has subscriptions to those magazines. He never waves when he goes by. He's hiding something from the rest of us. He's all to himself. I think I know why. He took down the tire swing from the pepper tree. Okay, that's enough. That's <laughs> enough. No so Greg just his own, you see. And all Greg does all morning long is just he's sitting over there like <laughs> like looking at something stupid on the internet and all of a sudden he'll just be like, What is he building in there? What's he building in there? And then starts like putting other words into it as if he's uh, like like he was asking me when I was eating my food, or he's like, "What are you eating in there? What's she eating in there? What's she eating in there? What the hell is she eating in there? What the hell is she? Oh God, it's so creepy." <laughs> and I know it. now. I know I that song by head. heart. You do it, like you say it all the time. You bring it up into random conversations. People are starting to think you're weird. I know. I kind of tortured Gavin and Nate with it. 
because they had never heard it before, and we were in a three and a half hour car ride. I'm like, "What's he building in there?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Like, oh no, it's Tom Waits song. And then I played it for them. I'm like, ah, well that's that's weird. And I was even thinking in my head to take because I went to go use the restroom at our, at our here, and it was locked. <laughs> is like, he pooping you know, in I'm like, there? What's he doing in there? What the hell is he doing in there? Yeah, it applies to everything. Really this has does. been my just peeling back the curtain. This has been my life for the past two weeks. <laughs> Every day before the show, he starts playing that damn. It's not even some the spoken word <laughs> creepy track. I don't even know creepy. what it is. What's he building in there? <laughs> I don't like that. It unnerves me. I mean, it's which really means it's, it's successfully done. I'm not saying it's I'm, see because it's not bad because it works yeah. because it makes me uncomfortable. Right, but it's just creepy. <laughs> Oh, way to be a professional. Leave Greg is a radio on. professional. You should answer it. Who is it? Uh, probably not something I want. Looks like a... No. <laughs> I don't, yeah. don't want to answer it. Um, yes, radio professional. Anyway. You sure are, Greg. What's he building? Okay, stop doing that. <gasps> oh, can I tell you that I got a little bit of a self-esteem boost today? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I believe I know what you're referring to. Oh, boy. So, I haven't gotten something this good since uh, more high-res photos, please. <laughs> well, we here at Fun Employment Radio, we love hearing from listeners. We, we do. We love hearing from you guys, sending us emails, leaving us voicemail, 503-575-9120. Uh, whenever we see you out, like if you ever see us out and about, like we saw, who was it? Uh, Tyler? Yeah. Last night, a listener, Tyler, came up and said hello. Tyler! Which is always cool. If you ever see us, please come up and say hello. But uh, then we get these kind of emails. And these these are more <laughs> in Sarah's territory. It's more something that she gets. I don't usually Which I kind of love them, quite on. I mean, they're kind of creepy, unless it doesn't... You are, are you asking for this? No, 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 no. Actually, I was just lying. I, I really don't love them. I was trying to say <laughs> that to be nice. The, it's fun. I like being, you know, like, nice emails. But then there's, like, the ones that are just kind of kind of creepy I mean I get ones you know it's like I really love your show you know I think you're pretty or whatever and that's really nice right like, that stuff's nice and then I get ones uh, by the way you can send me one saying I'm very handsome if, I, if everybody wanted to if everybody felt like that well I did get it an email this morning and uh which it doesn't it doesn't make sense on so many levels so I this is what I wanted to ask you okay so the headline or the the um subject line says episode on August 14th Okay. It's from this guy. We'll call him... Um, on August 14th. That was... What, that was yesterday. yesterday. That was yesterday. So it would have been one of two episodes. Yes. So, but we only took... Uh, so he's going to be... In the email, he references a picture that we took yesterday, which, which is the one that we took with Jay Farrow. Okay, yeah. However, it doesn't make sense with the picture that's posted and what he wrote. So it's very short. It's it's two, uh, two full sentences. Okay. And this young man said, Sarah... Wow, look at those tits. <laughs> Looks like Operation Hot Summer is working for you. <laughs> Got that this morning at 11.19 in the morning. Some guy looks at the picture and he's like, oh my God, I've got to tell her that she's got nice tits. <laughs> it just wouldn't be Friday morning without writing to Sarah and tell her. But the thing is with the picture yesterday with Jay Farrow, I'm wearing like a loose fitting high cut shirt. Uh, oops! Here, I'll, I'll post it. I'll post it. In, I'll post it in the chat. Yeah, it just—it doesn't make any sense because that's a picture that he's referencing. I'm like, in no way can you even like vaguely see the shape of my boobs in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> it was enough for him, though. He's saying, "Say it again." Read it. Read uh, it here, wait. Here it is. Uh, should I say his first name? Because we have a lot of different names for listeners. Sure. Should I say? All right. This is from uh, a man named Brad. It's from Brad. Okay. 
Yes. Again, uh, yeah, Brad wrote, Sarah, wow, look at those tits. Looks like Operation Hot Summer is working for you. Well, Lots of exclamation points. Which is very flattering. I mean, I've been working yeah, really hard. Right. But uh, I did not, that was when I was looking at my emails, like press releases, like I just got, uh, oh, by the way, Gallagher's releasing a new album. I just got that press release today. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then it's like Gallagher press release. Uh, all right, some research, $6 shirts. Um, and then I'm like, oh, what's this? Epi- referencing yesterday's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, wow, look at those tits. <laughs> Don't say that. That's Looks so like creepy. Operation Hot Summer is working for you. What's she hiding under there? <laughs> What's she smuggling under there? <laughs> what size are they under there? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a shirt on, you see. And underneath are boobies. Oh, people are saying maybe it's uh, the East Asia shirt. So I did take a well, when I was taking a picture of the shirt. I guess it is boobs. But I mean, they're like it's not exciting boobs. You can't see them. It's, they're just covered by a shirt. Sarah, all boobs are exciting. Let's not. Let's not even just the shape boobs. of them in a shirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I that. Mean, I'm, I'm sorry. just being honest with you. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I never, I never show cleavage. Like this is as low cut as I get. I'm wearing like a a guy that's like V-neck shirt. It's still like hiked up. What's she wearing over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're making yourself laugh. Oh, I am. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had one of those, though. I mean, yeah. it really did catch me off guard. All right. Yeah. Well, con- congratulations. Hey, thank so, you. Are you guys dating now? Or <laughs> what's your new boyfriend I'm taking do? this as a proposal. All right. I'm pretty sure I'm going to say yes. Your new boyfriend. All right. Brad. You're dating a Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan saying, sorry, you clearly don't understand how dudes and boobs work. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I didn't know. I didn't think that it would be titillating. Yes. It, okay. Well, it always is. I don't know what, you know. The preface of generally we don't say, wow, hot tits or is whatever Is that where is. the term tits came from? From titillating? Because they're enticing, so like they can shorten... teat. But then why would you call it tit? I, I don't know. They're boobs. I, I don't know. I usually don't say tits. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people do. No. No. There's, cer- there's certain kind of there's guys There's certain guys, use... like, is it older? Like, maybe an older demographic that uh, say tits? I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. I haven't thought about it. That's something, though, to put some thought into. That is. Because what do you say? Like, I like her boobs. Yeah. Like, it's mostly boobs. Yeah. Or jugs. <laughs> I don't know. Most people don't really use jugs. Or milk sacks. Ew, no. <laughs> or melons. No. No. That's that's generally not. Her gajungas. Her hooters. Her hooters. <laughs> this is what our show has devolved to. Oh, my God. You got five shows out of us already, folks. This Dude, is the, we had this three shows one. yesterday. Yeah. I am like, we are insane, I think, at this point. What's she hiding under there? <laughs> what cup size is under there? I think I know. Ew, no. That was just creepy. <laughs> That's one of the lines from it. <laughs> oh, Dirty Pillows. Yeah, from Carrie. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cammy wrote that, but from the movie Carrie. Dirty Pillows. Your Dirty Pillows. <laughs> Bazoombas. Flip-flopping flapjacks. Humana, 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 humana. Chesticles. Breastuses. Knobs. Milkers. Fat bags. Booty, <laughs> Chesty LaRue. John, that is the creepiest thing out of all. Like, everyone's naming, like, obscure, like, uh, like breast references, and John just goes, no, seriously, though, what cup size are they? 
<laughs> so John is Brad. John is Now Brad. we know. <laughs> now we know. Oh my god. Hello my friends. <clears throat> my name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, I actually have a listener email that I wanted to get to about an update Another from, one? Wait, from a previous story. Did a listener email? But I want to show this one oh, has to do with World of one. Crazy because it's an update from a story we had in gotcha. World of Crazy. Okay, I've already. This has been planned for hours, Greg. Oh, sorry, I didn't know if it's that's another, all right. Another boob. That's email. all right. She doesn't talk about how amazing my tits are, but you know, it's still a good email. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, this is from listener Tala. Okay. And uh, so I'll just read it to you. So Sarah, I just got caught up with the show and was delighted to hear that they had caught the people responsible for the donut vandalism in Hillsboro. Oh now, yeah. Now if you recall, this was happening a couple weeks ago, where uh, supposed donut vandals were like smushing donuts on cars and like you know, like putting stuff on the windows right. and like. But they were the eventually huge cut. crime spree in Hillsboro. Huge. This is like. It did make national news, but because it's so stupid. Because it's so dumb. Yeah, we uh, have that and a chicken that's crossing the road. We do have Linton. the chicken that makes that makes national news too. Uh, all right, so Tala goes on to say, uh, I was already invested in the story because it happened on the street I grew up on, but I was absolutely beside myself with joy to hear from you that one of the donut vandals was none uh, none other than uh, let's see because th- their names are in the public. Uh, Anthony David Grateri. Who I went to high school with, and he is the biggest Michael Bryan I've ever known in my entire <laughs> life. He was constantly playing pranks and making fun of teachers and classmates at our high school, and was basically just the worst ever. Thank you so much for the dose of sh- uh, shot. I don't know how Schadenfreude. 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 Yeah. There you go. So that's from Tala. I made her day because apparently <laughs> a Michael Bryan grew up to be an even bigger Michael Bryan. That is true. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Yes. So I wanted to start with that. Uh, it's just going to be a random sprinkling of, of news stories today, Greg. Okay. Lots of different things happening. Uh, I know you, because I am as well. Uh, you're a fan of American Horror Story, of course. Yes. And we do know that yeah, every... Sp- I, yes and no. Well, the last one was pretty good. Yeah, it was It's based right. in New Orleans with like all the black magic and stuff. Yeah, that was pretty cool. for some cool. reason, What's-Her-Name was pretty hot in it. What's-Her-Name? The Roberts girl. Ro- em- Emma Roberts? Yeah, Emma Roberts. Emma She's, Roberts? Yeah, Emma Roberts. That's, yeah. yeah, Julia Roberts' niece or whatever. Yeah. 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 She was evil in that show. Oh, yeah. She was kind of hot. Though. Oh, she was a bad girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this next installment, last year, let's see, this last season was Coven. This next one is going to be American Horror Story Freak Show. Ah. I am so excited. So it's going to be set in uh, 1950s in Florida. So this is where it's happening. Okay. So uh, American Horror Story. So is like a circus or something? Yeah, it's like a, cir- a freak show. So like a circus freak show. So it's like, like carnival. A sideshow kind of thing. So they're just copying carnival. Well, I think that people have done things about sideshows before carnival existed. No, I don't think so. Okay, Greg. Well, carnival is no longer with us, and this is a really interesting... Plus, this is like... This is an American Horror Story take on it, which is going to be terrifying. Oh, yeah. You know this. I want to sit and watch every episode with Scott Daly, because there'll probably be so many clowns in it. Oh, gee. Mm-hmm. oh, that actually, that would be funny. A viewing with Scott Daly. We need to have, like, Scott Daly American Horror Story Rodeo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so the American Horror Story, I thought you'd be interested in this. Uh, co-creator Ryan Murphy uh, shed some light yesterday on some of the people that they're hiring to be the circus freaks. Okay. And uh, one of the people, so Jessica Lang is uh, returning, which is awesome. So Sarah Paulson. Which one's Sarah Paulson? Uh, Sarah Paulson is the, she, she was the, the main she's the, she was the one that got blind. Okay, last right. one. All right, uh, Gabri, uh, the girl from Precious. Oh, okay, she's yeah. going back in that. Based so on anyway, novel push by Keelan King. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, there is going to be a new special star, though. Uh, it is called Freak Show, and this woman is not offended. They have, in fact, hired the world's smallest woman. What? The world's smallest woman. She's two feet tall. Wow. Her name is uh, Yodi Aim. She's the world's smallest She's person? the world's smallest woman. It's You're not going to ever be able to... Uh, J-Y-O-T-E. J-Y-O-T-E. A-M-G-E. A-M-G-E. She is the world's smallest the woman. say that? So she stands uh, just slightly over two feet tall. Uh, she's 20 years old. She's tiny. Yep. And so she is going to be... She is the newest cast member that they have. And Sarah, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because they're actually... That's what the thing that I really like about American Horror Story. Like, everybody kind of has a shot to be on that show. Right. It's it's pretty inclusive. I like it a lot. Uh, also, she's playing a freak because she's... I don't know how... Oh, whatever. She's she was paid. already on. No, I'm looking at this. She was on a whole bunch of in, of Indian reality TV shows. So she's playing up her part. Yeah. She's, well, good for she's, her. She's making a living. Hell yeah. She's deal, She's playing with the deck she was dealt. Gotta Short, do it. Shorty power. Do it I'm for yourself, for it. sister. Uh, also, Sarah Paulson, it's been announced that Sarah Paulson's uh, playing a two-headed woman. Huh. She really likes to ugly herself up. She is a pretty woman. Is she? I think so. I don't really Somebody know. Somebody said she that I kind of like. looked like her, so thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do. But. Is she funny or something? Her. Her? Her? Next up. It's out of Chula Vista, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. That's not, that's not at all how you do that. Sure it is. Not even in Spanish, that's not how you do that. Well, this is something that happened, Greg, and it's serious, so let's just okay. get your ducks I'm in sorry. That's all I'm right. I'm sorry. I'll be very serious now. Here we go. A Chula Vista pet cat turned into a ball of fury and trapped a mother and daughter inside of their California home. Oh, my God. Is this another person afraid of a cat? The furious feline named Cuppy. Oh, Cuppy the cat attacked the mother and her adult daughter every time they tried to make an escape from their property in San Diego. You want another reason why the world doesn't respect us? (laughs) We're terrified of a fucking cat. Cuppy the cat. Cuppy the cat. Cuppy the cat. Uh, Yeah, so they were forced to call 911 after several attempts to leave their home, but Cuppy the cat wouldn't budge. You know what you do? You kick it. Because you're bigger than it. Seriously, you have something you could poke it with. I'm sure like, it get would a broom scratch. handle. Yeah, you might get scratched. Well, it got it got to be such a dire situation that they had to call nine one one for police assistance and barricaded themselves inside oh, of a bedroom. Uh, so <laughs> this is this what? happened in, in the middle of the night, and the animal became incensed when one of the women uh, got up to go use the bathroom in the middle of the night. For some reason, this enraged the cat, <laughs> Cuppy the cat. Uh, so armed officers, Pete Block actually got videotape of this, you can find this online, uh, were filmed in a standoff with Cuppy the cat before eventually Cuppy calmed down and strolled out of the house. Yeah, exactly. They're in the bedroom. The cat's mad. Wait it out. If you're really that terrified of the cat, it's just a cat. It's going to get tired at some point. Yeah. And that's what it did. It got tired and it walked away. Uh, but Cuppy the cat is known in the neighborhood as not a friendly feline. Uh, their neighbor Karen Yarger, who's kind of a busybody, if you yeah. know what I mean. Karen Yarger told this TV station. She sounds like one. I, they don't even say like what TV station. It says like they told the TV station. <laughs> Karen Yarger came up to that TV station and she said that that 14 year old male cat is a ball of fury. 
<laughs> She's been waiting so long for her opportunity. Karen Yarger has filed so many complaints against Cuppy the Cat, and she's really no. glad to see it brought to sweet, sweet no, justice. No, this is her busybodiness finally paying off. Mm-hmm. She's had years of this, of spying so on the neighbors years. and peeping on what's going on. And so finally, she gets her opportunity to be the expert to tell it mm. all. I bet she had visions of being on, like, Good Morning America. And oh, like, yeah. Oh, wow. Anderson Cooper's probably going to call for She's this She's going to ask me about, oh, God. He'll ask about Cuppy the Cat. She is sitting, waiting by the phone right now. She is, yeah, all day and long. And her, her makeup's all done. She's <laughs> yeah. ready for the TV crews to come out there. <laughs> like her friend, you know, <laughs> Mabel keeps calling. Mabel, you're hanging up that cat. Hang up. Mabel, I don't want them to get a busy signal. I need Stop the phone calling. line free. Damn it. <laughs> Hello? No, I don't want another subscription to <laughs> whatever magazine. <laughs> yes, hello, press agency. I'd like a press agent to help me book for bookings. I'm the Cuppy the Cat expert. Cuppy the Cat. You may have seen me on the news. I wish we would get a press release from her. We should call her. Call Karen Yarger? Yes. And ask about Cuppy the Cat. Look up Karen Yarger. I'm going to look it up right now. All right. She lives in, uh, it's in Chula Vista, San Diego. Karen Yarger. How do you spell? Y-A-R-G-E-R. In Chula Vista. Mm Mm-hmm. In Chula Vista. All right, All right, you get on that. Let's see if we can get her contact info. Okay, let's do it. Uh, a 43-year-old woman has been arrested in Madrid uh, at the airport after police say that they found nearly four pounds of cocaine inside of her breast implants. Wow, wow. She was smuggling... So many layers. Four... Cocaine inside breast implants. Breast implants inside of her body. Body carrying breast implants full of cocaine through an airport. Damn, that's a party right there. Oh, my God. Uh, narcotics agents cocaine say... Cocaine boobs. Also, you guys... Think about uh, next time someone offers you a line. Think about where that cocaine might have been. It could have been inside of a breast implant, a bloody breast implant, inside of somebody's body being smuggled through Madrid. Uh, Narcotics agents say that the Venezuelan woman who was arriving on a flight from Colombia caught their attention because of her nervous demeanor. (laughs) Don't ever look nervous if you have breast implants full of cocaine, my friends. It's number one thing. Number one thing. Don't let him. Don't let him. Jasmine says in the chat, I totally do boob coke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So uh, she caught their attention because of her nervous demeanor. Uh, After a body search uh, uncovered certain irregularities and deformations in both of her breasts, (laughs) she allegedly finally admitted to stowing cocaine in her implants. Uh, So the implants, which wound up containing 1.7 kilos of cocaine, which I don't, I think that's a lot, because it's Uh, 3.7 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, 3.7 pounds of cocaine. Uh, (laughs) She had to have her breast implants removed at the hospital. (sighs) Like, how... How bad are That's things? That's a lot. To, I mean, a to lot get the of surgery, surgery to get like to get, get the surgery. Like first, you get the cocaine into the implants. Then you get the implants into your body. They have to heal. Then you have to go and get them removed from your body. God damn! Not enough money in the fucking world. Yeah, I wonder how much she got paid. Oh no, she's not getting paid anything now. No. Huh. Oh. Uh, so they weighed about 3.7 pounds. Uh, they were removed at the hospital. The woman whose name has not been released was detained uh, for a crime against public health. Mm. Nice tits. What, what, did, what did he call them? I forgot already. What do you, no, he said, uh, hang on, where is he? Where's Brad's email? There's, wow, look at those tits. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Brad would approve. Since I had an uncomfortable lady story, I now go to a man story. Okay. Uh, rapper Andre Johnson, do you remember who this is? Andre 3000? No, Andre... Oh, Andre Johnson, Dr. Dre? No, no, Andre Johnson is the one who... <laughs> Why am I... Like, I 
I panicked you right there. You wouldn't remember. I totally panicked right there. I'm like, okay, I should know this. Um, uh, uh, I don't know what I just did right there. I you, just, would, it's I, right. I you did panic. I panicked. You did panic. I'm, it happened. It did happen. We're going to work through it. You can do it. Um, um, Andre Johnson. I don't know why. I, I was going to say, you, don't, you won't know. He's the guy who uh, took the drugs and then cut his penis off and jumped off the balcony. Oh, that guy. That guy. guy. Yeah, who, who has affiliations with the Wu-Tang Clan, which yeah. they will never <laughs> hear the end of. All right, so rapper Andre Johnson is now claiming that he was in complete control of himself the night that he chopped off his own penis and jumped off a balcony, despite admitting that he was on drugs. So this is a new statement that he's issued today. So now he's saying he meant to do this. This is what he's saying. So the rapper who has... <laughs> says it again in every damn story. I feel so bad for the Wu-Tang Clan. The rapper who's uh, been linked to, Wu- to the Wu-Tang Clan uh, hit, headlines, <laughs> hit headlines this April after he jumped off a Los Angeles balcony after having severed his penis with a serrated knife and he did so much damage that doctors were unable to reattach his member uh now the rapper who goes by the name oh maybe you know him I, by i thought he was i thought he was going to be doing a porn tape or something i think he well that's what he said, but now he's coming out this is a different thing greg this is today okay. that might have been yesterday okay my this bad. is today right this is andre johnson aka christ bearer <laughs> that might you might know him from right. that name right from his rap name now I feel so bad for the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Every time. Crazy dude on drugs chops his penis off and is linked to the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> How right. many times do you think Dave had to answer questions about this thing? Oh, my God. So many annoying things, I bet. Uh, yes, uh, Methabed, we'd like to speak to you about... Uh, Christbearer? About Christbearer and his penis incident. It says here he's affiliated with the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, so Christbearer has spoken out about his uh, lucid decision to cut off his penis, claiming that he is a god. Oh. He said, not at all crazy. All right. Not at all crazy. Uh, he said, yes, I was using drugs that night, but I was in complete control. Oh, okay. I cut it off because it was the root of all my problems. I'm, I can do drugs anytime I want to. I can stop whenever <laughs> I want. It's fine. He cut it off because it was the root of all of his problems, Greg. Uh, he goes on to say, my solution to the problem was the realization is that sex is for mortals... And I am a god. Those kinds of activities got me into trouble, and I came here to be a god. What about just, like, urinating? Because There's still, like, a... Yeah, but like a serrated... That's not like a surgical procedure. He took, like, a kitchen knife. Can't you put some, like... I think liquid bandage is, like, the key to everything. Can't you put some liquid bandage around it? Just, like, make a hole? (laughs) Maybe. Obviously, there's something. I think, though, homemade castration doesn't really lend Mm -hmm. itself to... uh, well, he goes on to say, as most, you know, not crazy people do, he goes on to say, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he insists he's not crazy. And uh, supposedly mental health doctors, who knows what doctors they are, right. they're probably paid by him, have given him the all clear. But he's continuing to visit a psychologist after being released from Cedar sinai Medical Center. <laughs> uh, Christ Bearer goes on to say, people perceive me as crazy, so I never wanted to speak wholeheartedly on the matter. I'm not crazy, you're crazy! <laughs> I didn't want to kill myself. That was just my response to the demons. They were doing their best. To, this Again, he's not crazy. Okay, Greg? Not crazy. No, I get it. He's not crazy. Uh, they were doing their best to get to me, but being alive solidified my thoughts. I'm alive. Penis or no penis. Good for you, man. Good for persevering Good through for your you. hardship. you got to play through the motherfucking pain. Of self-inflicted <laughs> castration. Oh, and it goes on to say, oh, look, and this is like the sad little tagline. I didn't even see this. Now, initially, there were claims that the rapper was associated with the Wu-Tang Clan, but a rep uh, denied he had ever had anything to do with them, <laughs> insisting they've never even heard of him before. <laughs> oh, that sucks. The, the Wu-Tang Clan rap, I didn't even read this. This is gold. 
The Wu-Tang rep Clan rep goes on to say he is not of any affiliation to Wu Tang Clan or any of its subsidiaries. No one here has ever seen or heard of this fool until now. <laughs> oh. that sucks. Oh. <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> that means they were seeing those news reports like, what the? Andre, do you know an Andre Johnson? Like, <laughs> no. What the? Andre Johnson, the hey, fuck is hey, this guy? Why right? are we on the news right now? <laughs> there you go. He's not crazy. You're crazy. That's your older crazy. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> the poor. God, that'd be horrible. Like to have your name like forever linked to something like right. that. Like there's no stopping the internet. The internet's a machine. Oh no! It's Once too you're linked, late. It's especially too like late. dick cutting off stories. Like you're linked for life. If it, he, yeah, it's not going to change. Because the majority of people will not have seen the statement that we don't know who the fuck this guy is. No, it was the teeniest tag. That was like a really long article, and that was one sentence at the end saying like, "Bhutan clans rep extremely denies." Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, there was just maybe some reporters like Andre. Oh, I don't know. He's a rapper. I don't know of any rap groups. I've heard of a Wu Tang. What about that Wu? I've seen that symbol. I've seen my that nef- W. My, my nephew has a yeah, shirt. Yeah, my, like my nephew had that shirt. It must be the Wu Tang clan. <laughs> it must be Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of going out and doing things like going, you know, to shows and such. Greg, do you know that this Sunday is the Hawthorne Street Fair? I do indeed. And for the first time ever, they're closing it. I refuse to call it Caesar Chavez Boulevard. They, they they're closing it between 30th and 39th. Oh, really? All of Hawthorne's going to be shut down on Sunday. So FYI, too, if you're a Southeast Portlander. You can't drive on thirtieth and 30, uh, between thirtieth and 39th wow. on Sunday. They've, yeah, they've never done They're that. They're shutting it the entire day. Huh? Yeah. Awesome. So that's happening. But you know what? One of the golden nuggets of things that are going to be happening at the Hawthorne Street Fair. What would one of those things be? Oh sir? my gosh, it would be going to check out Asylum on Thirty Seventh and Southeast Hawthorne, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Hell yeah! Hell to the fuck yeah! They just got a whole bunch of new shit in. Awesome. What better time to go and explore Portland to experience the Hawthorne District? I mean, it's going to be overwhelming, but it's really worth seeing. No, and but it's, going, it's kind of a cool overwhelming because it's one of those days where it's meant to be like that. It is. But it is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's exactly, that is a great way to put it, Greg. Yeah, it's, to- it's a lot of fun. Because mm-hmm. it's a fair, it's a festival, and you get to mm-hmm. see, like, a, it's very concentrated Portland. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, plus, it's like neat to go and check out all the stores, and they could be safe havens of some sort. Like, go in and check out Asylum. That's why you want to go to Asylum. Mm-hmm. That is the day to do it because it is awesome. And they are a huge supporter of us. And when you go in there, too, actually, you can see one of our other newer sponsors, which is Sonic Sketch. Yes. Because they're, that's the only place you can physically buy a Sonic Sketch. Mm-hmm. You can order it online, but you can also, yeah, you can physically buy it at Asylum. Yeah, that, they're the only outlet to physically buy. Sonic Sketches, and that's Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. So they're right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Go down there, have some fun for the day, go in, say hi to Anton. Yeah, Anton and Deb will be there, so you'll see them. They're the cutest couple. They're, uh, they both have their little spectacles. Also, they just got a whole bunch of brand new things, and there's something that I, I really want to go check out, because our buddy Tristan went in there yesterday, and he was telling me, Anton was showing him some of the new stuff. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have so much new, so many new things coming in. You know, they've got all the wonderful vintage I like it. You know like, how the, you know I like, 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 the, like the, the trinkets and the gadgets and the things that they have. A Asylum is like it has so much stuff, but it's not cluttered. Like it's how I wish no. that I could design my apartment. <laughs> like you know, because it has all these neat things, but they're so nicely spaced out and have their own like own areas. Like that's how I try to decorate my apartment, but mine just ends up cluttered. They do it Dude, right. They should do decorating. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, everything in there would, mm-hmm. would look amazing in my house. Hmm. Yeah, Maybe you can a, ask. Yeah. Well. <laughs> They they got some nice stuff. <laughs> they have but, they have a lot on their plate right now. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Tristan was saying they have this new thing. It's like a, 
I have to go in and see it because it's some kind of like solar system. You just thing did where the around and what's he building in their voice when you said I have to go in and see it. What's he building in there? <laughs> That's what you do when you go into a asylum. What are you hiding in there? Anton will be like, I regret my decision. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a terrible choice. <laughs> um, so thirty seventh and Hawthorne and SonicSketches.com. Go there to purchase that. I actually just looking at some emails from people who purchased those. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I have to get my ordering because I'm going to get one for my brother. I, I know you are. That's yeah. going to be awesome. But his birthday's next week, so I should probably get on that. You, you should probably do that. It's a quick turnaround, though. Yeah. Live and local, Sonic Sketches is. Yep, sonicsketches.com. Mm-hmm. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Oh, we have a birthday. <gasps> and I actually saw it for the right day. God damn it, Sorry, Greg. I All just right. saw... I just realized, and I was. That's all right. I want them to have their birthday, but I just wish you would have given me a little more warning. I was even talking to him earlier in the chat, and I did not realize. <gasps> and then I saw on Facebook, um, which you guys, if you have birthdays and we forget, well, email us or just email us and let us know. And we'll send yeah. happy birthday to you. Mm. Um, this is for. I'll just go by his name in the chat. It's Kelt. Kelt. Kelt's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, buddy! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, buddy! Happy birthday, happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. I was just listening, you know, um, I was just going to be relevant really quick. Have you seen that thing about how uh, this woman's coming out saying that she's really Elvis's daughter and that Lisa Marie's a liar? (laughs) No. Like, she's coming forward. She's from Australia, and she's just like, I'm the real Elvis daughter. Well, he probably has a lot of daughters. He probably has more than one. That's what I was thinking. He was banging all kinds of chicks. He was putting it in everything. Underage chicks, too. That's what he was going for. Yeah. Priscilla Presley was underage. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Good talk. Well, that's not timely good. we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're really relevant. Elvis <laughs> Elvis gossip. Wow. <laughs> we are the busy bodies. All right. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. We are the Karen Youngers. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network, 